Hi, I'm Megan Francis. And I'm Dave Kroc. And this is the LifeWork Podcast. In this show, we'll explore what it really takes to build a business while designing a life that matters. Hey, everyone. Megan here uh, with Dave Kroc. Welcome to episode 3.5, which is our final installment of our life and technology theme. I feel like uh, I feel like we're selling a PBS membership here <laughs> for only four installments. <laughs> yes. And if you get to our donation level quicker, then we'll stop talking. But, That's right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. We talk as long as we want to and only we decide when, you, when we stop. But we do, you know, this week we've de- definitely delved into some of the challenges of technology mm-hmm. and some of the ways it can kind of run our lives. And we've also talked a little bit about the good stuff. Um, on Wednesday, we talked about the importance of technology and building relationships and how that can affect our, our businesses and our lives. Um, and yesterday, our conversation with Damon Brown, episode 3.4, you know, we were kind of all over the place yeah. uh, in that one. But a big focus was sort of this idea that we can control it, not let it control us. And ultimately, it can be used for good and not evil. And that's what Dave and I are talking about today. We're going to talk about some of the positive ways, the ways that technology can benefit our businesses and our lives at the same time and, and maybe even make them work together. Oh, for sure. A little better. Using tech for good. Yes. Using yes. tech for good. So yeah. I'm going to let you kick it off, Dave. Okay. I know yeah. you've got some ideas about how. Use your powers for good, Exactly. Man. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I definitely have to say, I mean, I, in the same way that I made one U-turn, which changed my life, it was because of a relationship through technology or several relationships with people through technology that I got to that point. Right. Um, so for me, it's it's been it's been huge. I mean, I didn't I didn't have a college degree. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a job. I didn't have any direction. I didn't have any money. So, but what I had was an internet connection, and I had the public library. Yeah. And those two things really helped me get to that next level because I would just keep learning and learning and learning. And that and there's so much that to me is one of the biggest. We talked about the personal connections back on Wednesday. Um, in episode 3.3. Yeah. Uh, we're getting good at this numbering get, system. We're getting good at this thing. I think I remember what's what now. But yeah. um, so to me, the, it's human connection yeah. and the ability to learn and grow your wisdom. Those are the two things that to me, tech can be most used for um, on the personal lifestyle design side. On the business side, the business side, those those same things, but then also there's so many ways that you can help um, grow your business. So obviously just through the the. Uh, targeted advertising and other ways yeah. that you can get to the people that would be great, great customers for you. Um, but I do want to talk about some of the ways that we can use technology to, uh, to grow our skills as a human and mm-hmm. also um, kind of jump ahead by learning from other people. Um, there's some really, really good, uh, really, really good things that are out there right now. Um, two sites that I like to peruse quite a bit. Actually, there's three, um, but there's two that, that really, for me, are, are pretty awesome. Um, one is Clarity. Okay. Uh, clarity.fm um the the premise there is in the same way this is one thing i miss about linkedin used to have the question and answers sort of thing where oh, you, yeah. you would you Gosh, would, i forgot about that you would pose a question mm-hmm. and then experts in that subject or people that just wanted to be experts in that subject would provide answers to that so you could actually get a lot of information and a lot of um, knowledge from from people that would just give it away to, to showcase their expertise. I thought that was a fantastic thing. Uh, I can think of two or three questions that I posed on LinkedIn that really, I got some great answers surrounding uh, from people I would have never known and I wasn't actually connected to. 
So yeah. that to me is is what the power and clarity is a lot like that. So um, you can go to clarity.fm. You can type in a subject or a question that you might have. You can actually pose a question and then people can who might be experts on subjects that it relates to will will chime in. Um, but the other thing that you can do is you can actually connect with experts and you can set up phone calls with those people. Oh, okay. So, and, and you could become an expert. Yeah. You can say, I'm an expert in X. Uh, and so uh, let's say it's content marketing for you, mm-hmm. Megan. So you go on there and you say, I'm an expert in X. You can set up your profile. You can set up your dollars per minute charge for setting up a phone call. And then people can schedule calls with you. Um, and there's some, there's some big names that are on this. Um, you can schedule a call with Mark Cuban if you wanted to. Um, it's very expensive. Yeah. Uh, it's like probably $100 a minute or something like that. Um, but you could have a phone call with Mark Cuban. So if you have something huh. interesting to say or if he's got time in his schedule and, you know, you just block these things out. So very interesting way to connect with people that are experts on subjects where you're not, a, it's not like a lawyer. You're not establishing a long-term relationship. You can just get what you need um, from that, that, uh, that relationship. So that's, that's one. That site. sounds a little bit like Google help outs. A little bit. Did you ever use that system? Uh, not, not much. I'm not sure if it still exists, to it be honest. May it may not. have gone the way of, you know the live hangouts on air, which I know still exist, but I feel like they just stopped trying right, right. at some point. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I th- to me, live hangouts was, hey, here's this cool technology. Let's just find a use for it. Right. Um, which it still is useful. Uh, and I think just integrating the video into the, the one-to-one hangouts and you, we can grab, create a group right. video, we can do conference calls and that kind of thing. And, and I think that's where the real value is. Yeah, but. absolutely. And no Google help else does not exist anymore. Oh. I just did a quick Google to find out. And no. you, you hit, it, it's gone did you hit the 404 page no it just closed uh, as of april 20th 2015 that's my birthday oh you yeah. killed it i killed google <laughs> oh boy anyway um yeah and, so so clarity okay um another one is quora q u o r a seen it very similar mm-hmm. um it's an answer question and answer site but there's lots of experts on there i i tell you what if you've got one burning question or something that you're really trying to, to move past or get an answer on or whatever those are two great places to go and just submit the question and get, get responses from people. I've seen some fantastic stuff. Um, I, I, there was one that I just perused and I believe this was on, on, uh, Quora. Somebody uh, posed the question, Hey, you know, I just sold my first company. I've got a little bit of money. I want to start a venture capital firm. The responses to that question were literally a step one through 10 of how to start a VC firm. Wow. And it's all there from people that have done it. Yeah. And you're not going to get that, right? So there's some great books, Venture Deals by Brad Feld is a great book on that. But there's, you're not going to get that candid, tailored to your question or situation kind of response just by, I don't know. You're not going to get it on Yahoo Answers. You're not going to get it on Yahoo Answers. (laughs) You might not even get Yahoo Answers pretty soon here. It's probably going to be sold to what, Time Warner? That actually, that site just cracks me up. Like that's a, that's a fun place to go. Just kill some time. If yeah. you want to see the questions people ask and then the answers they get and just laugh right. really hard, but right. don't ask your business questions there about trying to get your interesting your funding. Okay, <laughs> just letting you. Know. If I, what quite, what sort of questions should I ask? On well, don't is? definitely don't ask about um, don't ask about things like how to get pregnant. Don't ask. Oh, <laughs> just don't. I mean, just read it. It's Lis- fun. It's entertainment. Are furiously it's, googling right now. Oh well, yeah, it's or inter- Yahooing actually. Yeah, it's 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 entertainment value only. There you go. But it's very entertaining. Okay, so Yahoo answers. Yahoo answers. All right, yes. so that's one. So that'll go in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> As a don't do. As a do not do this. Or if you're looking for some late night entertainment, yes, check out exactly. Yahoo Answers. Um, another uh, brand spanking new um, social media network. Um, it's purely based on voice it's called anchor okay um i've been on this now for a little while um 
as of the time we're recording this podcast, the thing is like 21 days old. So it's like a screaming babe out of the womb. They're still working on iterations and such and, and updates. But the entire premise is um, there's you when you make a post, you're actually recording with your phone audio because the iPhone and, and other yeah. phones nowadays actually do a pretty good job. They actually record at a pretty good, uh, pretty good resolution. So you record up to two minutes and then you have options for a caption that is essentially like the length of a Twitter post, about 140 characters or so, where you can include hashtags or you can tag other users or whatever. And then people can reply to that post with their own audio up to a minute. So the interesting thing about this is it's not words on a page. And it's not audio to text. No. It is audio. You're listening. Okay. So you listen to this person's comment or post yeah. or whatever for two minutes and you're interacting with people but it's just sounds just like us interacting right now it's it would be not not live back and forth but it's yeah. a, it's almost like a walkie-talkie type thing over yeah. and out type okay deal. yeah but it, very interesting and what i found is i've already met going back to how technology can help you meet people i've met a guy so i'm a drummer right so i met a guy who he has a, a business called drummers resource and he gets on he's got a podcast he gets on the best drummers that have literally that are still alive that have ever lived some of my favorite drummers are on there people that have influenced me are on this guy's podcast so we connected through that so we're going to talk about different ways that you know we, he can grow his business i can grow my business and whatnot so we, we actually know each other that led to twitter and i got connected up to some of the things that he does um meeting people from other countries australia and what's great about the international component to this is you're hearing everyone's accents that's awesome you're hearing the way people talk so you're interact you're hearing the inflection in someone's voice you're hearing the way in which they say something so you, you, you can't misunderstand you can't misunderstand said, yes. right and you can ask a question and clarify and it's not it's not all text very very interesting i'm curious to see where this goes to me there's a very uh distinct connection um an obvious connection to the world of podcasting yeah um it's very possible to create a two-minute episode or even an entire show where each episode is only two minutes long on there and have people wow. interact with it or for instance our show yeah we could if there's a one question that would come out of this episode we can actually post that question on there we can have a link to this show yeah this particular episode in there and then people can discover us so now because it's fairly new or at least it's new enough that i haven't heard about it but i I'm not a super early adopter, so that yeah. doesn't mean everything. Right. Um, do you find that the connections you're making are with people who are more eager or, you know what I mean? I feel like when something's kind of brand new, everyone's yeah. so excited to be on it that the they're really adopters. receptive and, yeah. and, and maybe not at a higher level, but everyone's just buzzing on a different frequency yeah. maybe than they would be on a Facebook I that everyone's so. on. Yeah. I think so. And I think, I think the pros and cons will start to become more obvious yeah. as time goes on. But um, I can tell you that just in the, in the early days of myself using it, um, it's, been, it's been great. I've really made some interesting connections. I would love to take a quick detour here. Because yes, let's do. In our conversation yesterday with Damon, um, we, we never got around to talking about emojis. <laughs> and I really oh, was, yes. I was kind of bummed. And I also think it's really hilarious that he pronounces emojis. Which I've always pronounced it emojis. And now I'm kind of curious. It's like GIF versus GIF. Like which one of us is right? I don't know. Uh, um, because emoji. emo, I mean, to me, it's emotion, emojis. I don't know. He lives in California. Maybe it's some California thing. It could thing. be. But it could also just be, a, you know, he's, he's much geekier than me. And maybe that's just the accepted way it's pronounced in, in, that, um, in that world. But anyway, the, the reason huh. I thought of that while you were saying about yeah. understanding inflection, I've had debates with people over whether ellipsis at the end or ellipses at the end of a text 
is or is not passive aggressive. I think it's completely passive aggressive. <laughs> it could be. So if someone says thanks, like if dot, they say dot, thanks, dot. dot, 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 to me, I read that as thanks. like, I don't really mean it. That's how I read it. Like there, mm-hmm. there's something more to be said. More to be said. That they're not going to say. Yeah. And I felt that way about it until I started communicating with um, someone I've worked with for years and she's totally not a passive aggressive person. And she and I have no like zero conflicts. We really like each other. Yeah. And she would be ending. And she ellipsed you. Emails that way with ellipses. And I'd be like, wait, what? (laughs) Is there more to be said? It it turned out for her that felt less, that felt friendlier than a period. Less final. It felt less final. It felt like less like, thanks. You know, to her, like thanks with a period. Yeah sounded mean it's very abrupt it's abrupt yes and it just got me thinking about how and this i mean it only really loosely ties into this whole conversation but i do think it's really an interesting way to look at the evolving technology um and how things are developing and so this the reason this ties into emojis is if you have and i'm i've become a total emoji fan i love them mm-hmm. i use them almost exclusively like if i'm trying to express um a thought i don't use like lol anymore and, right. i mean it's so so 2013 at this 13, point yeah. um but it to me there's like the cry till you laugh emoji or yes. laugh till you cry emoji and that's different from the really big smile right. emoji right. which is different from the guy whose eyes are shut and he's crying laughing i mean yes. there's just like lots of yes. different ways to express something and i feel like we're getting better and better at that it's like becoming yeah this evolving language and i think that's awesome and so this sounds like just another way anchor yeah of evolving the conversation that's already there right um, all right. of those, th- those thoughts in my head all tied together, but I don't know. Sure. Well, and you think about it, people communicate in different ways, yeah. right? So some people are, uh, some people have a face for radio, yeah. like maybe yours truly. And there are other people that would do really well. I think of, you know, um, Clayton Morris, whom we had yeah. on, on the mm-hmm. show, right? So he's Fox and friends on the weekend, right? Yeah. He's morning news anchor, right? So his approach, he's very, he can be visual. He can communicate visually, right? Um, even though it's mostly talking, right? But yes. you're seeing the person as they talk, right? right? Um, other people are can if they have the time and space to actually process their thoughts and write, they are actually. But I'm a much better communicator in written word than I am uh, verbally, even. Mm-hmm. And um, I, so I think that's what's interesting about that is with a, a social media site like Anchor, people that communicate really well through voice will probably be drawn to that. Yes. And there's different, and, and there might even be different personality types that, that tie into that. People that are, um, I don't know, I think, I think more of a Tumblr or something along, along those lines for the person that is more of the written word type. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, there might be some, some ways that that interacts and, and helps grow. But to me, having more options in the yes. same way as emojis are developing and we have more of them now, we are able to communicate finer and finer things, which which makes me really think a lot about uh, like the Japanese language. Oh, okay. And how many different characters and how many different, yeah. I mean, there are, there are characters in that language that express things that we would not actually be able to put into, into a synopsis of words. Right. But it makes total sense. Yeah. So very, yeah. very interesting to see how language is developing through the use of technology as well and how our own language is morphing because and- of that. And to make and to tie into why this is a positive thing, I think it allows everyone to find their place, right? Depending on their own strengths, and you know, I've because I've always been a writer first. Yep. Um, the internet, I took to it like a duck to water. I mean, mm-hmm. to use like a really overused metaphor, <laughs> I'm such a writer. Those ducks um, like that water. Well, I do. I heard, I heard tell. So to me, that was really natural. 20 years ago, the internet was where I wanted to be because it was a written medium mostly, Mm -hmm. right? Then as it became 
a visual medium and an audio medium and a, and a video medium and all these different things, it started attracting different groups of people. Right. Um, I remember a few years ago, really like the buzz was if you're in, I was heavily into blogging at the time and everyone was saying, you, you have to be on Pinterest and you have to be on YouTube. That's where everything's going. And I just couldn't get into Pinterest and I just couldn't get into YouTube as social networks. I would use them kind of passively. Like I'll still yeah. go to YouTube if I want to watch a video, sure. but I don't hang out on YouTube. Some people use that as their social media network. Right. They are on YouTube. They have friends on YouTube. Sure. They're sharing videos back and forth. And to me, like I look at it very, um, I'll watch a video if I have to, or if it's funny or something, or if I need to learn something, but I don't just hang out watching people talking to a camera all day, Right. you know, ergo, it's no surprise that that's not my preferred method of communicating with other people. Yep. If I'm doing um, a, a webinar or a Google Hangout with someone in a business capacity, I always ask if we can turn the video off because I find myself like looking at myself so distracting. I feel like I have to be really on mm-hmm. the whole time. And mm-hmm. like, am I making a weird face? Right. Am I doing that thing with my eye that I do? You know, <laughs> that right. stuff. so for me, that's not my, my medium. And what I love about the way things are becoming differentiated is that we can all find our spot. Yes. We don't all have to be into the same things. Right. Absolutely. Which brings to mind um, a fantastic book by Gary Vaynerchuk called Crush It. And uh, what what I love about that book, the whole premise is that you, you have something you're passionate about. You have something that you could get into so deep that other people around the world who are also passionate about the thing would follow you along the path. Right. Yeah. Um, And what I love about that book um, and if you ever check that book out, you've got to get the audiobook because it's him. Yeah, and I love that because he kind of stumbles over himself a little yeah. bit. Like it's not very because poly- audio obviously is not his. Right. Is not his. Right. You know, his medium. Right. So it's kind of charming. And, I thought. And it's what's and he'll inject things into the audiobook that are not in, in the, the actual book. book. So that, that's 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 <laughs> a fantastic. Like, oh, I just got to tell the story. It's actually in the book, but yeah, I, I I loved listening to that. That was fun. Exactly. So he's his whole approach is is helping people identify their passion, but then also using the internet. So this is this is where the tech comes in. You can utilize the internet in combination with your passion in a certain way, like we just talked about, whether it's audio or video or yeah. just text or pictures or whatever, whatever it is. It is. That where you can use that sort of medium that most speaks to you or that you're e- most easily able to communicate with um, to develop a following. Um, yeah. There's another great book called A Thousand True Fans. Oh, I and love that one too. The yeah. premise being... Again, it's depth, not breadth. It's depth, not breadth. If yeah. you can develop 1,000 true fans, um, there's a lot that you can do to satisfy what they're looking for and make a living off of that. Dave, I think this is a great also time for us to segue into another thing we had talked about before we started recording. And that was, it's so great to differentiate. It's so great that you can find like-minded people and we can all, you know, find our tribe and, and make a business out of it. Yep. How do you then not let your internet experience turn into only ever being around people just like you? And I, I think that's a line yeah. that, you know, it's one thing we can become very um, myopic when sure. all we see is our people and we don't really see outside of that whether it's political or where sure. you come from or, you know, right. background or what kind of music you're into or whatever it is. We've, we live in a curated, we live curated lives now. Yeah. And I think some of that's awesome. And I think sometimes it can be a little scary, yeah. <laughs> you know? Wow. So I, I don't know if we could actually solve that particular problem Man. today, but it's something to think about. It is absolutely, it's a brilliant question because if you think about it, that is uh, just, let's just go into the podcast world a little yeah. bit, right? We're seeing the same guests floating around on a lot of these shows. We're seeing the same subjects coming up. We're hearing people mention the same sorts of topics that that become popular because there's certain people that they follow that that get into that. And it becomes, to use the word you mentioned earlier in the week, this echo chamber 
Um, I've heard numerous people say that Silicon Valley right now is becoming a little bit of an echo chamber. Yeah, I could see that. In many ways, in many ways, both online and off. And so, yeah, so the question becomes, how can you, how can you use, boy, to me, it would be brilliant if there was some form of social network or app or something that brought together people of opposing views on whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, sort of the, the debate or arguments. Yeah. Reasonable, people, reasonable people. Reasonable yes. people. Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. where the, the premise was presenting your side to something, actually addressing the issues yeah. on the other side. And it was this constructive thing that kind of built upon itself. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's possible on the internet. Well, I don't, you know, and maybe that would just create more, more problems. And maybe the, it might. you know, it's, it's but funny it that you, you mentioned podcasting and, and I think to some degree, like the business blog world also, um, has this problem and you can almost see it because it's like an idea will spread um, or even a way of saying something will spread. And right. here's like a really dumb example and me being kind of a word nerd, this just wouldn't really stuck out at me. But a, a couple of years ago, it became the thing for business podcasters to say, I resonate with that, hmm. which you, that's not a thing. <laughs> you can't resonate with something. You're not the a human, bell. The human body does not resonate. <laughs> the human body does not resonate. But suddenly it was this thing where no, everyone had it flipped. It's, it's not, I resonate with that. It's that resonates with me is what you should say. But somebody along the way, mm-hmm. like probably I'm not blaming this on Tim Ferriss. I'm just saying a Tim Ferriss type, sure. like a leader, right? must have said it Thought the wrong leader. way. Right. And then everybody just ran with it. And you can, I mean, I could see all of a sudden everyone was saying it. And I wanted to personally call everybody and just be like, just so you know, it's, it's actually the other way around. Of course, that would be obnoxious. And that is not the way to, to build relationships, it right. turns out. But I think it was a good example of how an idea even something so small as a figure of speech can spread and become some, something it's like takes on its own life. Right. And I think that that can happen with things like what is the right way, you know, what is the right way that something should be done? Mm-hmm. People all jump on that bandwagon and then that's, that you know, what it. is the right way to think or feel about this topic or this issue? Right. Everyone kind of follows that. And I, I think we really have to make an effort to look outside of that yeah. Outside of that echo chamber or our little network. Absolutely. And see other ways. And maybe maybe they'll never be an app for that, though. I don't know. But, but it is a great <laughs> point, because if you think about it, the technology has has really it's flattened the earth. Yeah. It's made it a lot smaller. Yeah. We can connect, especially around subjects that you have like mindedness in. Right. You can connect with all of the, the people that enjoy underwater basket weaving right. throughout the world immediately. Right. It, yeah. I'm sure there's a an app for that i'm sure there's an a, app an app for underwater basket weaving i don't know about an app but for sure now with the new samsung that can go underwater i'm sure what will. if it could be like an, a gps based app that would connect you with people who wanted to get together and cuddle while huh. doing underwater basket weaving i feel i feel <laughs> like we just, episode from just <laughs> talked about this listen to episode 3.4 if oh you want to know gosh. more about an app that will help you cuddle people or did well it still will it got sold so yeah 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 but That's anyway fantastic stuff but yeah so reducing the echo chamber I, right. I think it's very easy with the flattened world with a more interconnected world for just what you said this is the right way to think and do this right and then you have this sort of mob rule which takes over i mean yes. we've seen it just not to get political or whatever but we've seen like the the mass dragging down of people yeah without trial without right. any of those sorts of things where the the, the belie- collective outrage the collective outrage machine that believed x was <laughs> yes. true all of a sudden it, it's it takes over it becomes yeah. truth so it is it is very interesting i'm curious to see where that where technology takes us along that route 
Um, but I still love the fact that the internet is free and open and, and in yeah. most places you can say whatever you want. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and as we've demonstrated today uh, or this week with some of the stories we've told, um, particularly on, I think, Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, it can be really life changing, especially yeah. I think it's in a lot of ways, technology, especially I mean, technology is such a broad word. There's been technology since the first time a caveman yes. smacked a rock against right. another rock, right? That is tech. That is technology, but the way it it exists today is, in a lot of ways, a playing field leveler. Right. And I'm excited about that because there's ways to reach people in communities or from backgrounds or from whatever situation they're in that never would have had access to the information, education, resources, possibilities, potentials that they have now. And to me, that outweighs all the other stuff. But I do think it's something we have to think about. Mm Mm-hmm. And just be aware of and make that effort not to unfriend everybody on your Facebook right. who likes a certain political candidate or, right. or whatever. Maybe there's something not going to say that you're going to go to their side. That's not the point. The point right. is maybe you, you see the reasoning or the humanity or whatever it is. You see the logic or, or you just have a different perspective. Absolutely. I don't think we could ever no. not benefit from that. No, uh, no. In fact, one of my favorite scripture verses is as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. The idea mm. that the difference is... And the thoughts and the wisdom collectively actually helps helps sharpen things. But yeah. th- to use another buzzword from today's tech world, taking a mindful approach. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Did we cover it all? I think we covered. Did every, we wrap up every last week? every last <laughs> it's bit? Done. There's nothing well, more nice, to say. It was about nice tech. doing this show. So um, that's it. <laughs> that's it. We're out. Yeah. Okay. So this was episode 3.5. Um, again, if you're just catching up with us, we just want to make it clear what our sort of system is here. We yeah. are covering a topic weekly, uh, doing a deep dive again, depth over breadth. I think yep. that we're both in that same camp and kind of breaking it up into little segments to make it easier for you to consume. So you can consume in any order you want. Um, if you haven't listened to episodes 3.1 through 3.4, please go back and listen. There's a lot of good stuff there. In particular, please listen to our uh, interview with Damon Brown, which was 3.4. And if you want to find the show notes to any of these episodes, you can go to lifeworkpodcast.com and just look for the episode number or do a little searchy search for the name that you're interested in or the topic and you'll find it. That's right. It's all there. It's all there. All right. We'll be back next week, starting on Monday. See you Monday. Thanks for listening to the Life Work Podcast. Build your business and design your life with us every day, Monday through Friday. And find us at lifeworkpodcast.com.